0: Hello and welcome to the Demo Team Podcast. And this week we have Roselia with us, s- and we're going to have ourselves a nice little interview. Uh, usually I have uh, these three other knuckleheads with me for the Demo Team, but Cash, Moses, and David are a little indisposed this week. So it'll just be me and the boys, maybe a little special guest later, who knows. But we're going to go right into it today. So, um, Roselia, it's nice having you. We have Ethan, we've got Gray, and we got John here. Uh, Can you guys, guys? hey, what's up, but um, if you guys can just uh, fill us in, um, let us know where you're from, what you guys play, and um, maybe tell us how you guys came together. Sure,
1: Uh, well, I'm John, I'm from New York, and I play guitar, and uh, yeah, that's me. Sweet,
2: Uh, I'm Gray, I'm
3: from Wilmington, Delaware, and I play guitar also. I am Ethan. I am from the Washington, D.C. area, and I play bass.
0: So we got a whole super group from all over the country. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. How, how does that happen? Fill me in, guys. I want to know, because like this is like a dream for a lot of people like who sit behind <laughs> the computer that they can get a band that sounds half as good as this. So fill me I'm, in. Man. Let me know. I want to know. I'm, I'm acquiring fair, mine. Sir?
1: Yeah, so we, we all went to college together in Boston at uh, Berklee College of Music. That's where we met. Uh, we were in another band there for a, for a bunch of years, doing a lot of gigging around the area, recording whatnot. And uh, then we ended up moving out west, and I was lucky enough that these guys were down to keep making music. Pretty much, I think. Yeah, You guys just probably been... elaborate on the story a little bit.
3: Yeah, we, we've known each other like since, what, 2015, 2016? <clears throat> Um, so it's just like, even with our, our previous band, we always found each other just, um, doing other like session gigs, um, with the others. So it just kind of, kind of made sense. And considering we all ended up moving out to LA at the same time and we're all still doing the whole music thing, we're like, Hey, yeah, let's, let's continue doing this thing. And while we were all in that band together, it was like, it was like a straight up rock band with like some pop influence,
2: but John was always writing and like John and I were always just like writing heavy riffs and stuff and John like discovered post hardcore and fell in love with like Fall of and Troy and Dance Gavin Dance and stuff which made me really happy cuz that was like my shit in high school and all that um, and then John just like dove head first into the heart like the post hardcore stuff
0: yeah that's sick. so are you guys like in your respective cities now or do you guys all are all centralized in one area so
1: up until recently we were all in LA but Ethan just went back East like uh two three weeks ago
3: yeah sadly i abandoned you
2: guys no <laughs> but i'm in la with with john right now and ethan's gonna be coming back when
0: yeah he it comes. nice so uh, so definitely that's cool so um i just have one question that maybe lots of people have what is what does mean what is this word
4: um
1: to tell you the truth uh when i was recording all this music i was like just trying to like spitball as names as possible, and I'd like, like a twenty-five minute walk to my buddy's house to record everything for like two weeks. So I would like just like make a habit of getting on my phone and like just kind of writing shit down. Um, am I allowed to like do like cursing? I'm not gonna like be a sailor or anything, but like, is that chill? No, you're you're fine, bro. Don't worry about it. Yeah, so I was just like writing stuff down, and I I would, that one just kind of stuck. I think it was like. A mixture of like resilience and uh, EA thing, but doesn't really have so much of a meaning.
0: It just sounds good, I, li- I like that because it does like just looking at it written down, it's just like just something about it, you know, pops with you. It's all those syllables, I don't know.
1: Yeah, I mean, if you if I want to give it some meaning, I the way I approach music is just I'm trying to make stuff that sounds cool, and the mm-hmm. name is pretty much just like that, just another thing that kind of sounds cool, I guess.
0: Nice i'd that so um, like this current status it's just you guys right now you're currently looking for a drummer so how's that going
1: yeah um so gray and ethan actually have been playing with this dude david cola who we also happen to go to college with and Mm -hmm. uh i don't know if you guys want to like talk about how sick he is but like that he's yeah david's
3: absurd absurd. i mean if if you're anywhere remotely involved in the drumming world like chances are you've you've peeped his instagram and youtube channel and all that sort of stuff but he's he's insanely talented dude but also one of the most humble guys i've ever met
1: he's so cool but yeah he's he's we're messing with him and a couple other dudes but uh yeah he's he's really fun he's a really cool gospel guy and it'd be really cool to get some of that like thomas pridgens type type stuff you know
0: yeah, that would be hella cool, dude. I am already I'm already digging the sound of that. Like like musically, sonically, you guys are like very intricate, very tight stuff. And it's just like it's very nice to hear. And it's good to know that you wanna just like keep because with a gospel influence, man, you can just sky's the limit, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah.
2: Straight up. And even though it's technical, it's just as important to like feel it too, which is like to me that is the genre in its whole like keeping that sporadic and technical essence, but also like it's all feeling and it's all emotion.
0: Hey, that's, that's I the,
2: absolutely love.
0: That's, that's a perfect way of putting it, man. I, I couldn't have said it better myself. So um, you guys have the two songs out right now. You got Royal Flush and you got Gambit. Um, is there like a, a status maybe, maybe in the future, are we going to see some more Rosilia coming out anytime soon? Or is that kind of focus on the drummer first, then work on continuing making music? kind of been at like
1: uh at the same time sort of thing uh we're working on a song right now that's like close to getting ready to be recorded uh with uh, the singer from
0: humble about da- uh do you know danny salisbury the name sounds very familiar and i'm aware of humble about so <laughs> yeah
1: he's yeah. a sweet singer i i'm nice. like a crazy big fan of their band but they're like the sickest i love him so much so I, I hit him up and he was i was really lucky to have him down and do something and oh. yeah we're working on getting that out as soon as possible
0: dude that's so cool that's really yeah. nice that's an exclusive here on the demo team you're hearing that
1: first <laughs> <laughs> yeah that's a that's a big drop right there
0: so are you guys gonna do it like similar to how you did it before where you release an instrumental first and then release it with the vocalists because i've Cause just based on like your current like success of like the songs you guys have now, it seems to have worked for you in your favor. I'm thinking
1: honestly, we might kind of do it backwards, if anything. Like uh, put them. the vocal out switch first, out. and then the instrumental.
0: <laughs> yeah, dude, that's cool. That's cool. Switch it, up. switch it on them, dude. You want? You don't want them? You know, guessing what your next move Curve is. I dig that. <laughs>
1: yeah, right. <laughs> Keep them
3: guessing all the time.
0: Absolutely, yes.
1: definitely not just
0: copying DGD
1: or anything. Definitely
3: (laughs) not at all. Not (laughs) in the slightest.
1: Yeah, I just want to like make it pretty clear that like the future of the band is like with vocals. That's basically the main point of it. Mm -hmm.
2: And and John, I I know originally like John like released the released them as instrumentals to kind of get a feel for if any vocals were vocalists were interested. And then, of course, like everyone just started hitting them up like, dude, I want to sing on this stuff. I want to try it out. And, um, yeah it was I real like the plan late. worked like you got to experiment with a lot of vocalists in the genre and
1: really get a feel for how you,
2: how you
3: sweet shit out of it
1: yeah even uh, beyond that I, I made some cool friends too I got to like talk with uh, Josh Frazier from Properties of Nature and like we're like talking all the time now we write stuff you know like he's one of my good friends now even though like it's just like internet stuff but like it's really cool like making music can like actually make you friends which is really sick
0: Having had properties of nature on this podcast, I can agree with you. Those dudes are sick as fuck. So that's hey, It's great that you made friends that way, dude. Yeah, for real. So it's it's good. Hollowed ground. We're all sharing here. We're all <laughs> friends here at the demo team. Big old scene. Yeah. <laughs> so moving on to my next question, um, i I was curious. Just this could go to any like all of you if you want to answer it. Um, what's well, like the best piece of musical advice you guys could uh give or get or you have been given since you've like started on this road as vasilia how do you Um, guys
1: want to take that
2: yeah for me i would say just like don't stop literally just don't stop you have to keep going no matter how shitty your day is or no matter how like even if it's a good day and like you're you're honest with your work and you're comfortable with what you're putting out and everything Um, you know, there are going to be days when it's not like that. And on those days, you just have to, I think it's so important to remind yourself why you are doing it in the first place. And I think that like that there in itself is a reason to just not stop, like, just keep pushing yourself, especially, especially like when it's, it's an, it's a newer project, you know? So we're just trying to explore everything still, but also like stay confident and stay motivated to just like keep pushing out stuff and just keep going. that, that's, you know, that's my honest
3: take. Yeah, I would agree with that too. My my big thing is, is like just embracing change too, um, especially with with all um, the resilience stuff and just in music as as a whole. Um, but you you never know, like Grace said, like how you're gonna feel on a particular day. Um, so it's just that could completely influence your your writing any way you you put it. So sometimes you can get some really cool things out of it. and You just got to write it.
1: Yeah, that's, I totally agree with that. The thing that I'd add on is, like, be honest. It's, like, always, like, do what you're feeling. And, like, if you're not feeling something, at least, like, even if it ends up being, like, the right choice with everyone, like, just, like, say your piece and, like, you know, don't, like, let that sit in your head and be, like, man, I hate this song or whatever, like, six months later and, like, then over
3: overgrudges
1: yeah for real so,
2: uh, on another note i also think it's really important to hone in on your influences like really like like if you if you love a certain style of a band like don't be afraid to to, to be influenced from their ideas or borrow techniques or borrow different approaches um i think that can really help you develop your own sound
3: mm-hmm. again
2: that's like my personal take on it i think i think you know taking from other bands and, and finding an influence is so important and if you can find a way to blend it into what you are, what you want to do, I think that tells you everything. And I think that's how you fall in love with what you're creating.
0: Like wear them lovingly on your sleeve, you know, but don't let them define you.
1: Yeah, Exactly.
0: I get it. I get it. I feel that. If you that's blend cool enough
1: stuff, man. if you bl- if you like blend enough stuff, eventually it'll be like a little harder to tell what like it came from, you know?
0: Yeah, what's you're all about. Ideally, like- anyway. Yeah, definitely, and I mean, based on what I've like seen from my own visual, just the fact that you guys aren't afraid to be to go out on a limb and ask like vocalists, like, hey, you, you like this track? Check this out. I mean, it's it's a it's a it's a very inspiring tale to see y'all mount up and like go from just like having instrumentals to having like really big vocalists on your tracks. Like, it's really cool, dude. Thank you. Appreciate that.
2: Hell yeah,
0: man. Definitely. So, um, on that note, um, what are your uh, ambitions as a songwriter? Like, what That's a good question are- for John. Yeah, John. Yeah, for, for, Come uh, on, John. Shit, John, come on. <laughs> John. Oh, John. My, oh, oh my God. Uh,
1: yeah. Uh, basically, I just... I, may, I want, like I said before, it's pretty much—it's not that much more complicated. I really want to make like stuff that's pretty cool. Like I think that it's—that I think sounds cool, but like to elaborate on that because that's a shit answer. Like I want to make stuff that's like it reminds me of the things that I like, but isn't like literally just ripping off everything evil by Cody and Cambria, which I actually almost did, which would have been a disaster. For <laughs> um, shame. Yeah, dude, it, it's it's on me for not noticing too. Like, that's another thing. I want to be able, uh, another goal with my songwriting is to, just, you know, be good at it. It's I like getting I like just you know improving at things. It's a lot of fun to like at least at least feel that way about how I'm doing stuff. So yeah, I just want to like get nice. good at it.
0: I dig it. I dig it. I mean, kind of like a lead it by example kind of thing. You know, we want to be. It's like. Prague music tends to like you want to be an innovator, so like that's good,
2: yeah. yeah. I mean, you take animals as leaders, like Tosin became a guitar god just solely on what he was creating with the guitar. That's true. Yeah, sure. I don't think the songs even were really much of a thing as much as like how he approached the songs with his style.
1: That's
3: actually, that makes facts. Sense. I mean, thumping wasn't really a thing except for just bass until um, Tosin came along, yeah,
1: yeah. Definitely, yeah,
3: Sean like, like, and Polypia, they
2: kind of created a style.
0: It's totally. In, you know? It's like instrumental became something more. It didn't become like yes. a bonus disc for some bands. It was like that was their whole yeah. lifeline. Yeah,
2: like straight a, up. Huge Huge dump yeah. for guitar players. Oh,
0: yeah. yeah, like they kind of like they made like the instrumentals, like the lead singer to where it became like, who needs vocals? Like if you got really yeah. intricate, very rich just sound I, walls you know
2: straight up and i think the fact that like you take like like you can take a band like intervals and polyphia and put them on the same bill as periphery and as dance game and dance and those fans seem to correlate like those fans seem to come together and have an appreciation for the music regardless which I, I, to me that's everything right there like i yeah. love to see that
0: just the admiration for like musicianship like these are yes. all dudes that are like owned and mastered their craft it's kind of like like the pro sports of musicians <laughs> in our scene <laughs>
2: yeah.
0: Dude, we're gonna get signed by C9
2: Jesus.
0: Yeah, um, so you have Gambit you have Royal Flush I'm gonna have to make you guys be a very very strict parent and you're gonna have to pick a favorite between these two if you had to choose one of these tracks to be your favorite and you don't have to answer the question but I'm <laughs> just which is which song's speaks to you guys. Like which one was the first one to get created of the two?
1: I have a shit parent answer and I have an answer for that. But um
0: <laughs> I love
1: them equally. Um no I really do though. Those songs were like I wrote them all in, in like twenty seventeen ish when I was like, uh, wrote them so long was, ago? like go- Yeah, I know, right? But uh, our old band was in, like, a, a big state of flux at the time. And we were, like, trying to figure out what our sound was. And I personally was just kind of throwing as much paint at the wall as possible. I was writing, like, straight, like, pop rock. I was writing, like, co- like almost commercial music. It was, like, like I wrote, like, a car commercial sound type thing.
2: Yeah, like, a lot of sinky, just, like, like, poppy riffs.
1: Yeah, I was doing a lot of weird shit. But uh, I just ended up, like... You know while i was doing that being like you know i like this heavy dance gavin dance hail the sun thing that i've been listening to so why don't i try doing some of that as well and then uh yeah eventually i just got a bunch of tunes
2: but um yes yeah, so, so originally with with royal flesh and Gavin, like i always heard those as demos and then john was like okay i'm really gonna like start doing this and he like wanted ethan and i to be a part of the project but before that was really like set in stone we um like ethan was tracking the bass so ethan was pretty much like already hands-on with this and then john was like yo great you should do a guest solo on gambit and i was like for sure and then pretty much like right after the instrumental dropped with with like the feature of myself on it like john was like okay you should just you should just be a part of this and i was like yes thank you for asking i am so down
1: <laughs> about so then, damn time i was yeah. so anxious about asking dude like it was scary
2: so- yeah, for me Gambit. I mean, Gambit is Gambit is is love. Like that riff gets stuck in my head every single fucking day.
0: I'm a big fan of Gambit myself. If I'm gonna be on, if I'm gonna be a shitty parrot and just pick a favorite, <laughs> <laughs> I think I'd have to agree
3: with you on that one too. I I, I love both, both equally, uh, but definitely Gambit has been stuck in my head on so many different occasions, and I just love how like it's there's so many different intricacies every single time you listen through it like just different sections yeah, it's bouncy right. it's light and everything yeah it just works
0: I think the best part about it is it's not just one thing that's catchy about it because now with the vocals on it it's another layer of catchy yeah on top of it. so it's become a beast of its own and maybe I'm gonna have to put the daisy track I'm gonna have to put Royal Flush on a little more just to show it I still love it but Gambit's Gambit's favorite right now
1: <laughs> I feel it yeah <laughs> I feel it. Yeah, if I'm gonna be the, if I'm gonna be a good parent in the scenario and defend Royal Flush, not that it needs any defending. I think that song's obviously like fucking dope. fuck. But yeah, fuck. both of them. Like <laughs> honestly, I think part of what makes Royal Flush like cooler to me is like knowing how, how like the whole thing happened. Because like Gambit was like stressful as fuck to write the whole time. Like the riff kind of felt like. Like a chore to have. Like I had like the verse, or no, not the verse, not uh, the chorus and like the intro riff, like for a long, long time. And I like I'm pretty sure the verse that I that we ended up using is like the first thing I wrote, but I literally probably wrote like like 15 different verses or some shit. Just some dumb. Like I was just like trying to figure it out for way too long whereas like royal flush even though it's got like a lot more parts and a lot more going on i think anyway uh like just because i there's like fucking like four guitar tracks at some at some points but uh that one was actually a lot easier to write for me like i it would just kind of came together <laughs> a lot faster i don't know and i like the songs that feel like a lot more like natural to play
0: so I guess that kinda of works into my next question. Of the two songs, which one do you find the most rewarding or challenging to play of the two that you guys have? Gambit's definitely harder. Definitely.
3: Yeah. I think <laughs> I Royal actually Flash I actually have more conviction before. to actually like play it convincingly though. Like with the emotion that it's trying to go for. It's like you you need to be there a hundred percent mentally in order for it to sound exactly how you want it to be sure that's true yeah gambits gambits pretty
2: tough though they're all i mean the the new stuff to come in is actually really tough too (laughs) yeah yeah
1: honestly um, the new shit's like way harder unfortunately
3: yeah yeah
1: but also fortunately it's gonna be
3: unfortunately for us (laughs) but (laughs) yeah everybody
1: else yeah y'all will y'all will y'all love it
0: (laughs) so once you guys master this and get it down to performance level what would you guys say would be your picturesque first venue that you guys would play at you could pick any in the world
2: i mean (laughs) what's yours gray i mean obviously like i don't know i'd like (laughs) I, I could see, like, a first kind of gig, like, on a stack built, like, Chain Reaction in Anaheim. You know what yeah, I mean? Like, that kind of vibe. And that's, like, classic. such a legendary venue. Yeah, yeah such a legendary venue, and all the sickest bands, like, start there. Like, that's really where it starts. Um, and they have, like, locals that come out to, like, every show there, which I think is really cool. Um, do, love like, the... Red, something like Red Rocks would be seen. Sorry,
1: Red Rocks would be cool, too. I want to play the Royale in Boston.
3: Oh. yeah. For
1: sure. Oh, uh, yeah. Great. And I saw the Fall of Troy there in like 2015. And I think that was the best show I've ever seen. Yeah,
2: it was the doppelganger like 20-year anniversary or something. 15 years yeah. or
0: something. I don't remember. I, I've never been more jealous in my life or, I, right now. I'm, <laughs> I'm very jaded right now. I'm very sad. Oh, I'm sorry, dude. <laughs> no, it's okay. I saw Fall of Troy last December uh, when they played with the number 12 looks like you. So it's okay. Ooh, I saw it okay. too. That shit was just so dope. That was Man, movie now, movie. now I'm even more jealous because you saw the tour and then you saw the No.
1: Dude, I've i followed the fall follow of Troy around. I we went Grant and I actually we went saw like, them on
2: some six shows.
1: Yeah, we we went like forty fifty minutes out of Boston or something to go see them and Hail the Sun. We fucking missed Hail the Sun. It was such a it was such a botch. Yeah, we saw
2: it was Sean headlining with Hail the Sun and it was on the homie tour.
0: Yeah, that was sick, bomb. dude.
2: We almost played Smash Bros like the biggest biggest
0: regret right there huh
2: (laughs) (laughs) we just left very late trying to get to the city
0: hey man traffic's a bitch yes definitely i feel it um let's see so moving to our next question uh i gotta say the cover art for these tracks little alligator super stretchy i dig it what does it mean what happened what is this <laughs> who drew this and i want to know explain it to me
1: uh my buddy john Rigo from I'm another dude from boston uh i met him just like through a bunch of mutual friends and he went to one of the art schools in the area and he i've just always loved his art he's a homie and i i was just like you know spitballing like hmm yeah. who do i get for art I, and
2: yeah. A lot of go his ahead. work is actually very similar in the style of the of the cover. Um his Instagram is John Rigo one two three four. And it mm-hmm. it it all lies within the same like coloring and shading and, and um it's 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 all really sick, but yeah, he I think he made it extra special for, for the Rosalia cover.
1: Yeah, he just did him really good.
2: Yeah, it's his style completely.
1: He I also does like just... oh sorry. No, go ahead. He also does like sick paintings that I love so much for the next one. that uh, The next thing that we put out, probably not the single, but like if whenever we put out like a longer thing, I'm definitely going to get like a painting of his done for it or something like that because it's his style is so dope. John, well, did you well, ever
3: name the gator?
0: No, he, he should be Resilia.
1: <laughs> Resilia the gator. That's a good yes. idea.
0: Let's make him your mascot.
3: Yeah, I'm
1: down, dude. I,
0: I'm here for this. This is what I'm. This is what I'm about.
3: This is the content that we need. Like <laughs> guitar's Green too.
1: I mean, it fit. It all fits.
0: Nice. I dig it, dude. I, I, I'm, all, I'm with this. The birth of Roselia the Gator. I'm all about it.
1: <laughs> Hell yeah. Yeah, he's the man. John Rigo and the Gator.
0: <laughs> so if I, I'm gonna hit pause real quick um i managed to get joey i can probably get he's got about 20 minutes he could hop in in here with us and maybe answer some of these questions with y'all Is that okay totally oh, yeah. yeah nice we could tell him what we all said that gambit was our favorite and he's here <laughs> are you with us now joey what the fuck's up
4: yo you know What's
0: good? I, t- I told y'all we had a special guest today, and we we got our, for the third time on the Demo Team podcast, we got Joey Holiday, singer of Cecilia's hit song Gambit, here with us. Hello Joey, welcome.
4: What's up dude? I think I'm like an honorary member of this podcast.
0: Huh? Yeah. <laughs> Ain't nobody else been in here more. We're gonna have to get you a, a, a host chair, your own cup, <laughs> a badge, a little coffee mug with your face. Coffee mug on.
2: with his face on it, yeah.
4: <laughs> <laughs> Fuck
0: yeah. Get your own towel, dude. Don't worry.
4: Yeah, dude, we make Make embroidered hats. You know what the fuck's up?
0: <laughs> dude, I'm here for it. We were just talking about how uh they should totally name the gator Roselia the Gator and that should be their mascot forever. Dude, what's it?
4: Create a fucking soccer team or what? <laughs> yeah
0: coming in a little late. That's fucking tight.
4: <laughs> we're gonna get shorts Resilient soccer shorts coming soon shit Doug, do some dude. fucking LARP shit that'd be even sicker yeah <laughs> go like the left field completely like we used to be a band now we're a LARP squad what
0: the fuck is up <laughs> that's honestly Make- the news so Joey do you wanna go over Gambit with us here today
4: hell Tell yeah dude how,
0: I, I how you went about stuff. it
4: oh word um Fuck, I think John, oh, my buddy Douglas, he, uh, my buddy Douglas Feeney, he was, like, talking to John, I think, for a minute or so, I don't really know what they were trying to, like, jam, or what the fuck they were gonna do, but anyways, he shot me their band page, I was like, yo, this shit's lit, low-key, like, I might fucking hit them up behind your back, just kidding, not really, (laughs) um, anyways, he sent me their music, and they are fucking super solid, and I just kind of just, like, I think, I don't know if John added me, or I added John on Facebook, I don't remember, but he made a post like that they were looking for someone to feature, and there was like a plethora of different singers who commented and dropped their links or whatever. And I was like, "Fuck!" I think Doug tagged me in it. And I was like, "Bet I'm down for the fucking ride." Hopefully this dude hits me up. And then like I don't know, three weeks went by, and then he finally shot me a message. I was like, "Let's fucking do it." Yeah, yeah. And yeah, then okay. I think like two days later, I sent him like a uh, just a basically a, basically what the song is now. Yeah, and then uh, he fucked with it, and he was actually the first feature I ever had. They were like, "Try this instead," which was super sick because I liked the the involvement, not just being like, "Oh, sick, you sing good, it's good." Like he actually had a vision for the feature after hearing what I did. He even sent me voice memos on Facebook, singing some ideas, and it really helped develop the song vocally in a yeah, direction that. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, it helped the song develop in a way, vocally, that I, I think came out really good. I mean, in my opinion, it's the best thing that I've ever released. In my opinion, Damn. I like it a lot. Hell yeah. Vocally. Yeah, I think you That's knocked sick, it
3: the
1: fuck out of the park. When I heard the the demo for the first time, I was like literally in tears. I was like you so excited. You sent it to me immediately. Stumped. Yeah, you no, really yeah.
3: let's fucking go, dude. John sent it to, to both of us, like, pretty much as soon as he got the, the first demo
4: and just all of us collectively lost our shit yeah are there other people are there other people in here i thought it was just and ryan yet, and john yeah.
1: we got the other two guitar boys in Brazilia.
4: great oh, what the fuck is the up way. dude nice what's to meet you guys good. yeah good to meet it's you popping, too oh uh, shit i didn't even know there was a full band my bad yeah. that's fucking tight as fuck yeah we're like Whoa. almost and now it's crazy dude that's fucking lit as fuck anyway that's my bad sick what demo team firsts here today <laughs> <laughs> Reveals, baby.
0: Hell yeah that's a great that's that's great man um so joey are we gonna see you on stage with Cecilia in the future when's this gonna happen
4: dude absolutely that'd be fucking okay. sick i mean if if everything I mean, there's so much time right now i mean let's just say a year from now lord willing everything goes back to normal hopefully resilia you know has a full lineup and they're even our banding mean, might be a little rusty right now too but we could book a tour with Stay Still, Mercilia, and Moria. Yeah. You know what I mean? We oh, could yeah. fucking do that shit Hell every fucking no. night, dude. That would be hype. That would be sick but, as heck.
0: I'm, I'm super amped already just thinking about it.
4: Yeah. I said I, this on the last podcast, too. I was on, I fucking, I think it might have been this one. I was like, most bands, they kind of grunt at the idea of having to open a show. But after quarantine's over and venues open up, to play first is going to be like fuck I want to play first because you're going to have yeah. all these people in the crowd who are like dying die. to yeah. like it's going it'll be a a bittersweet moment I can guarantee you for the first half of the set because yes. most people who listen to this genre probably have some sort of like social anxiety or something I know I fucking <laughs> shit sure do so they'll be a little uncomfortable at first like am I allowed to dance right here and can I look at the guitarist in the eyes or what's going <laughs> to happen you know but once like that nerve settles the crowd's gonna be fucking excited. Fuck COVID. Fuck Corona. Fuck me up. Let's get down on this fucking disco yeah, I'm chilling table right now. Exactly. You know what I mean? <laughs> fuck.
0: Hell yeah. social, a social distance mosh pit, man. It's gonna happen. It's
4: gonna fuck happen.
0: yeah. It's been a minute since I've been in a disco pit. I, I, I miss Annamoria. I'm not gonna lie. I miss We When you get you guys on stage um basically i guess like the substitute for that in this current climate would be a live stream show are you guys like open to doing that in the future when you get things settled with the lineup
1: yeah i've been like trying to think about like the best way to like try and run that kind of thing it's like a lot of our stuff is like in the computer already like i like gray and i both can run our guitars like pretty much straight into a computer so like even if, like, even if there's, like, a drums and stuff it, and we all want to play in the same room and whatnot, if that's, like, viable, then, like, we could probably still pull that off. But it's, yeah. de- there's if, definitely if, just some logistics, you know?
2: If not, like, a, an actual live set, definitely, like, a live type of, like, pre-recorded live kind yeah, of Yeah, like, recorded sure. from home.
1: Yeah. One take kind of deal.
0: Dude. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> I'm down for it. That'd be cool. Even a music video. You can get Joey his hat's on backwards, and, like, he's eating spaghettios. It's genius. <laughs> That's lit, dude. Actually, oh, yeah. it's, the song's called Gambit. You get Joey Holiday, dress him up like Gambit from X-Men. I mean, there you go. There's the music video. There you go. <laughs> well, shit. Oh, we should have
4: done
0: that. Do we owe you royalties now? Or you like you owe me a Girl, royal flush i think bro. the only person oh, that fuck. is owned royalties is that
4: fucking graphic designer bro i know when i posted that fucking single people were like fuck this song that artwork's sick as fuck yeah. dude <laughs> yeah. Shama, you guys.
0: the sauce The gator's just going kidding. places guys
4: <laughs> hell yeah dude you guys should totally make merch make a mask with just the gator
1: yeah, yeah that's another thing we're definitely thinking about that at some point in the near future Gator should definitely. Be
4: the involved. dream, the dream is to get so big that you could release, you could partner up with Band Aid, the Band Aid company, and just release Band Aids with your band's fucking album artwork on it. Oh. See the little kids, that's the fucking shit, dude. With the little gator. Hell <laughs> yeah, yeah! bro. I buy, like, think out the box. Like acceptance speech. Band Aid. <laughs> Any kind of Band Aid, you know? What I mean, just cut yourself on purpose. Emo lives, dog. <laughs> <Bye>. <laughs>
0: Jesus.
4: Fucks up. <laughs> Most.
0: then they end up getting
4: sued and shit like fuck I just wanted to fit in fuck this band told me to hurt myself Hawthorne Heights just disappears into the mist like we didn't do shit dog we know nothing about nothing
0: Ohio is for royalties bro so hell yeah what have you guys been listening to lately so what's like on the music playlist what's inspiring y'all? What's influencing you? What's what's on constant rotation for all of y'all?
1: Someone John, else, go ahead, more, bro. someone else, more in touch with their music tastes uh, that doesn't have to open their Spotify. Guys,
2: you guys are probably gonna think this is funny as shit. Have you guys heard of Alpha Wolf? It's Alphool. just like like mad heavy. I don't even know what to call it. Dude, it's just really fucking heavy, like hardcore music. They
0: just um, released, didn't they?
2: They, yeah, they're like a debut band, bro. And like, I, I found them because of their music video. Um, they were like Hype Beast, you know, like fanny packs and like Yeezys and shit. But it's just like throw down fucking hardcore shit. And the vocals are actually fire. Um, but it, again, it's like straight up hardcore. But I've been loving nice. that shit. Like, great driving music. Um, they've been on my rotation for sure. And, Alpha Wolf,
0: um, right?
2: Alpha Wolf,
3: yeah. Nah. That's a good my plug right there great turning put- on to uh this band um i've been listening to uh load um oh pretty, hell yeah yeah pretty fucking constantly now uh just super heavy but like such like ethereal melodic vocals i fuck with it yeah load is tight
0: load is hella good i dig that load they had a good uh split ep with uh holding absence i Dude, really,
2: really yeah white white hot that's the that's the song right there bro on the split nice
0: sick yeah. dude yes i love that split i love holding absence too like that dude used to be in a band back in the day called uh falling with style that was really dope but nowadays he's like he's grown so much as like a vocalist it's like really cool to see true for sure so um anybody else listening to anything else recently
1: yeah i've been listening to hell a static dress They're Nice dude. awesome i I've love never that. heard of him. They're like a dope post-hardcore band from the UK, but, like, they don't sound anything like the American post-hardcore bands. It's really sick.
0: I'm going to have to get on that bandwagon. Where the I saw names? this
4: video the other day called fucking Clown. You guys probably have heard of this shit. It's called Clown Core. Dude. Yeah. <laughs> so I saw this shit on Facebook, and I was like, dude. Like, at first, I was like, what the fuck am I watching? And I couldn't take my eyes away from it, though, for some, like, reason. And then out of nowhere, this monster pulls out a saxophone and just rips into it. And I'm like, dude, this is fucking sick as fuck. I thought I was, like, all, like, it. I thought I was all unique. Like, I was in a show it to one of my friends. Like, dude, check out this band. I He's like, bro, this shit's on Adult Swim. I'm like, oh, damn. I'm over here thinking that I'm fucking, like, entwined with the universe and shit. I discovered oh. some band.
0: No,
4: they're lit, though. Yeah, that's sax, dude. It makes you fucking want to get on that or <laughs> Sheezer's Grind where they fucking have a saxophonist.
0: That shit's sick, dude.
4: Oh (laughs) shit. If you put a saxophone in any song, it immediately like takes it up to the next level where it's like, dang, these guys are talented. But in reality it's just the sax, you know? (laughs) Saxy six, dude.
0: I think a saxophone is the only thing that could have made the Deftones album that just came out hornier. You know what I mean? (laughs) Hornier. Also Joji. Joji released an album. Joji's fire, bro. Yeah, he just released
4: (laughs) a new album like two days ago. I just bumped it today on my way to i went to bj's restaurant today for lunch nice that shit was lit but anyways i bumped it on the way over there and sounds fucking sad i love it fuck yeah
0: To the joey holiday seal or emo approval band
4: yeah, what, what you been oh. listening to bro um <clears throat> i honestly i listen to podcasts a lot I don't mean to say that and sound like a, a dick. But um, lower definition, dude. Like, I fucking saw LD. the Ghostbusters are, like, wrapping up a fucking album. So it inspired me to go back. And I fucking listened to the record the other day. That shit yeah, was I fucking know. sick, dude. Every time I listen to that, I don't listen to it often, but every time I do listen to it, it's like hearing it for the first time, you know? My pants yeah. suddenly get tighter. My <laughs> clothes get yeah, my clothes get smaller, you know? My dick and drinks, dude, the, It's the, fucking good, you know? Good shit.
2: Funny, <laughs> funny thing about that band is, like, Dude, I remember, like, I was with a buddy, and he was like, oh, you haven't heard of Lower Definition? And he, like, he threw it, he threw on the song with, with J.C., and um, and J.C.'s name, like, isn't featured on it for some reason, but then when his part came, I was like, wait a second, bro, like, this dude sounds mad familiar, and he was like, oh, yeah, it's Johnny Craig, and I just, like, had no idea, because hadn't even heard of the band, and he's not even, like, labeled on it for some reason, but that was my introduction to that band, was the, I think it's, like, Pueblo or something. I don't remember that.
4: Yeah. It's pretty wild. Matt Geese actually fucking filled in with, or he did like vocals for DGD dude, for like a short period of time. Holy shit. Yeah. If you look up that shit on YouTube, there's like videos of him and Kurt doing uh, guests or some shit. I don't fucking know exactly. But Matt Geese, yeah, it's pretty interesting.
0: I've seen that. Yeah. I think that was was before Kurt became the full time vocalist, wasn't it?
4: Or was that after? I think it was a little bit after that. Because it might even have been during. Or they mm-hmm. might have been doing, like, dual split vocals. I'm not really sure. But well, in the video did, I've seen, it's both of them together. So I don't know.
2: Yeah. I remember during, like, the Happiness Tour, what's his name? Ness wasn't even there, right?
4: Yeah.
0: yeah so he had uh, Lyme Will, disease.
2: Will was doing the background.
4: Damn. He had
0: Lyme disease? Yeah, dude. It's crazy.
1: That sucks.
0: He had Lyme disease, and he wanted to finish community college out in Sacramento.
1: Damn. Wow.
2: Responsible boy. Responsible? I feel like that break was good. Like, when he came back for... um for self-titled and, like, DTBM2, like, he was different. Like, I, I really like his improvements. And...
0: Oh, yeah. He came back a little more melodic and refined. Acceptance yeah. speech, though. Ugh. Hey, He was the only thing mixed properly on 1.0, bro. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. That's true.
2: That's true.
1: Tony, sounds true. like he's in a tin can or some shit. <laughs> he's, like,
2: 40 he's feet just... away from the mic
0: he's like soaked in uh reverb and delay bro he's just like a he's he is the robot with human hair 2.0 is fucking godlike, though yeah I mean, straight up bro the, yeah we've been going over um our last episode we went over like the first half of the uh album and yeah like the the stark contrasts and comparisons between 1.0 and 2.0 i said myself it's like night and day dude like they're it totally is. different dude carve like whoa mm. <laughs> yeah I like part oh, four. but like, I mean, uh,
2: dude, R- Robot part four, bro. I mean, that shit hits so much harder now. Like, it has definitely. a mix it deserves.
0: It's, it's crazy what a mix can do for a song, you know? Like, it can totally trash, like, a totally great song, and it can even make a, a good song that much better. Yeah, that's for real. So, uh, so I think that's... A- almost everything i think one question i had for joey was uh lyrics joey on uh, gambit what do they mean tell me what's what was your headset during the song when you created it
4: Damn. i don't know dude no i'm here i don't know i'm thinking I, honestly i don't know dude a lot of the shit that i a lot of the shit that i do like especially on features I kind of just push record and just let it flow out. And then I develop lyrical content, you know, as the song gets deeper or deeper into the song. Um, I think I, I think I wrote about kind of the same vibe that I write about everything. It's kind of just like relationship bullshit, you know, always. And it's not even like relevant to my own life. I just think that that <clears throat> the when you write about things that aren't too straightforward they can be interpreted from through the listeners you know point of view and they can apply it to being happy in a relationship or being depressed in a relationship because one thing we all have in common you know is love everyone's in love in love or depressed because of love for the most part, unless you fuck toasters or something. But if you're just, you know, well, if you're man. a normal if you're a normal person, I guess. I'm not normal. I guess you can't even say that word. It's not too PC.
0: But if you, you know.
4: I don't know. You guys know what I mean by that? Absolutely. I
0: get what you're saying. Like, leave it vague enough so people can create their own interpretations through their own experiences.
4: Yeah, for sure. And I think on one of the earlier podcast episodes I did with you, I, uh. Mentioned that Dallas Green from City and Colour. He right when I was first starting to actually write my own music back in like 2007 or 2006. I don't really remember. I don't know. I'm old now, but back then, like he kind of helped develop my lyrical style to where it's very vague and can be yeah. interpreted to anything. You know, like sometimes like my, piece of, piece of
0: my artwork, wife will listen you
4: know? to something I wrote and she'll be like, "What the fuck is that about?" Like, I don't know. Fuck. I don't know what it means, but hopefully it makes sense to someone, you know? But if I, like, sat there and, like, listened to it, like, some uh, some other guy that I did, a some other group that I did a feature for, they fucking hit me up, like, last week, and they're like, what is this song about? And I'm like, hold on. Let me listen to it. And what I <laughs> gathered from it was fucking about a guy, the song's called Shotgun Parade, and it's about, a, basically, what I, like, after real listening to it and kind of interpreting what I meant by it, it was basically about a guy who, like, killed himself for love, and then the ghost of himself haunted the woman he died for. Whoa. Like, kind of like some weird shit. And he never responded, so I'm assuming that that wasn't a good interpretation or something. I don't know.
1: That sounds but, like a sick story to me, honestly. Yeah, no, nah,
4: it was. it's a pretty good song. I like that. It's, it's a bummer, because I did a whole EP for that guy, and, like, the mix job wasn't that good. So it kind of, like, took away from the song, you know? Okay. It's kind of like, if you have, like, a really good movie, and then you have, like, a shitty-ass camera, it's, like... <laughs> It doesn't transpire the way that you imagined in your mind. You know. Feel that.
0: that makes sense.
4: Yeah. Luckily, Gambit came out fucking lit as fuck. That's yeah. 360. Back to the point. The song's fucking sick. I had a band from Hawaii hit me up yesterday, and they're like, "Yeah, we want you to do a feature." And like, they like sent me, and I was like, "What is your band like?" And like, we don't have anything recorded. And they sent me that song. They're like, it's kind of like this, though. I was like, oh, okay. Like, word. So, (laughs) you know what I mean?
0: (laughs) It works out. Maybe. It works the fuck out. (laughs) Maybe they'll figure out what they sound like.
4: (laughs) Yeah, they, I don't know, fucking Resilia's out here inspiring Hawaiians and shit. That's what's up.
0: (laughs) Resilia, how do you do it? How are you just uh, creating this, this inspiration in people?
1: Uh, listen to Eternity Forever and Sean. That's true. That's the that's the way. That's the baby baby real way. talk, Mario oh, Eternity yeah.
4: Forever is lit as fuck. I never yeah. fucking fucked with like Kurt ever, dude. I didn't like when he joined. I kind of backed off off the band, and then like I heard Eternity Forever, I was like, dude, this guy's actually legit. Yeah, yeah pretty
0: shit was pretty fucking out, good.
4: Man. He's versatile as fuck yeah he's like so nice too every time i see him he comes up like what's up joey i'm like you know who i am do you remember my name (laughs) (laughs) just gives me a hug i'm like oh man my heart (laughs) yeah my hat goes inside out dog (laughs) oh damn Damn.
0: word i have to
4: actually bounce out of this call guys but um Thank you that's, for bringing me on, John, and thank you, Ryan, for having me for the sick time. This thanks, is phenomenal. Um, you guys are fucking awesome. You guys are sick as fuck. Keep up the good work. You guys are going to blow the fuck up. For real. Just up? Keep, You're the fucking man. Love you guys. Take care. Love you too, bro. Thank you so much. Thanks,
0: you have a good day, Joey.
1: What an awesome dude.
0: Dude, that was that was great. So
1: Never actually gotten to talk to him before like voice to voice anyway I mean like, there's other people here <laughs>
0: we're creating firsts here for y'all you know I wanted y'all to meet the guy that sang on your track I thought that would be a. Okay.
1: this is like a TLC sp- not TLC they wouldn't do this on <laughs> fucking like some Christmas Dr. Phil TV. type shit
0: yeah TLC, if you're looking for a, a new podcast, like, you know, we're connecting band members with their band members.
1: <laughs> <laughs> next time Just we're going to find a <laughs> next,
3: up,
2: like,
0: next time we get you guys on here, we'll have to f- see if we can get Daisy in the call and connect you all with her. True.
1: And we'll have, like, the Bachelor for drummers or something.
0: Yes, there you go. Speed dating. We'll have, uh... And the the person that gives the roses out, the bachelor, or the drummer, will be the Brazilia, the Gator. <laughs> in the big no, costume.
3: the rose is the uh, the the Gator banded.
1: Oh yeah, <laughs> custom. <laughs> you got
0: to stick, gotta stick it on their forehead, dude, and then give them a kiss on the forehead. It's perfect. <laughs> That's how you get the drummer position. But I. Th- I think that's pretty much every question I had. I think I have one more question then since I got you guys are, you know, of the string variety. Um, what are your guys's favorite guitarists in the scene? Your, your own influences? Like who's your favorites? Ooh. Who inspires?
1: Um, for me, it's like the, if I, if I had to put it down to three, I'd probably say Claudio Sanchez from and Cambria. He's like my favorite of everything. He's the best ever. And then like probably Thomas Iraq and like Will Swan and Mario Camarena as one <laughs> slot.
0: Top four, bro. Dig it. <laughs> yeah, fighting for gotta gotta yeah. do four. <laughs> oh, yeah. Don't leave anybody wondering. You know. Yeah.
2: Yeah mine's a total curveball uh, mine is mario camarena from sean thomas iraq from fall of troy and will swan from dvd <laughs>
0: <Whoa>. <laughs> So pretty much
2: john's exact same list
0: i dude like mind blown like it, it makes so much sense now yeah great. <laughs> you, you guys are so in sync
2: <laughs> i ruined john bro i showed him this stuff and like it was over
0: <laughs> yeah,
1: I had heard the fall of Troy a little bit, but then I was like, "Oh shit, this is where it's at." <laughs> and then Hail the Sun fucking put the nail in the coffin.
3: I gotta think real quick because I'm kind of an oddball in terms of all of this because I, I, I'm late to the game on the whole Swan core scene and everything. Um, but in terms of just in general, my, my playing, um. Two of the the basis that i i really try and emulate when i'm trying to get like just a good tone and everything and just the feel is uh simon grove from Pliny and uh skylar cord from issues yeah
0: it's issues basis so far dude that's sick Rich and diverse, very original, innovative. Like you know, it would, it didn't feel like a repeated answer. I'm just kidding.
1: <laughs> <laughs> we we have a lot of varied uh, other interests. I mean, like Gray's like a crazy uh, acoustic and like fingerstyle guitar player. That's like he's like dumb good at that shit, and he's also like a sweeping god. You can like shred like nothing. He's like. Much less of a one-trick pony than me. I'm like a, I'm just like a swan-core robot. And Ethan well, can play like true. all kinds of shit.
3: You guys are all super versatile.
2: I think that's where that's where like this stuff kind of finds that middle ground. Like we're able to bring a lot of other things to it, which differentiates it. That's my opinion, though.
1: Yeah, I definitely th- I definitely agree.
0: Dude, I feel it. I love it. So. I was just looking over the questions. I don't think I have anything else. Was there anything else you guys wanted to talk about?
1: Um, I think that's probably... I mean, probably there's, some dudes,
2: like, there's some dudes. John, yeah, are we going I mean, go
1: to give the soft reveal that, uh, that we're not...
2: I wouldn't say a hard, any sort of hard reveal, but, you know. Yeah,
1: okay, sure. I mean, well, we're not really looking for a singer at the moment anymore. We've pretty much figured that out. But
0: yeah. yeah. Really? Are we yeah. going to get an announcement soon?
1: Um, I don't think we're going to like name drop soon, but we're going to get this tune out with Danny Salisbury. And then very shortly after that, you will be hearing some stuff. And hopefully by then, honestly, what we want to do is have the drummer situation figured out at the same time and then mm. just be like, okay, surprise. It's a band now. Yeah. Full lineup.
0: Dude, that's... Um, that is the yeah, coolest so, news. I'm I'm very I'm very proud of y'all. That's like that's awesome to hear, guys. Like seeing y'all go from just an instrumental track to where you're at right now. Like it's awesome. Good yeah, work, guys. you yeah. You got I a lot
1: of cool shit, shit coming
2: up. Hopefully. A lot of cool shit. Demos Not are happening.
1: Definitely.
2: Yeah, demos are happening. A music video happened and is is coming.
1: Yeah, gonna be and, coming soon.
2: And uh, fatty feature. So.
0: Yep. Fatty feature. Cool I'm, about, I'm about. it. <laughs> And you guys, uh, do you guys work with, uh, Anthony Pacheco? Yeah. He, yeah. Familiar. yeah. He, he runs Simpel and, um, he yeah. does like, have... those playlists and stuff like that. Oh,
1: okay.
0: He's yeah, the Dwellings. Yeah, he's the dude. Oh, he's super
2: cool. Oh, yes, yes.
0: Yeah, he's dude, been like
1: he's mega a- helpful with all the promotion for all the stuff that we've been getting out, and I'm—he's definitely gonna be helpful going forward too.
0: Dude, awesome! Yeah, he—he he worked closely. uh He helped get uh, properties of nature on this podcast, and oh. I've always—I'm always very appreciative of his work with playlists and like advice and stuff. So I'm always happy to give him a shout out. Oh yeah, he's the dude. Definitely
1: go to him for anything yeah. you need. any bands
0: out there yeah anybody listening if you're a musician you need help look up Simp L it's it's like Simp L and then there's a period (laughs) at the end look that that shit up that guy's got good advice it's quite good very smart guy he'll help you out So I think that pretty much wraps it up here for us today on the Demo Team Podcast. I cannot thank Rosilia enough today for being here with me on my own, but hey, I had great company. Thank you again to Joey for coming on. If you guys want to plug your social medias, anything you guys got coming out anytime soon, you guys are welcome to plug that right now, and we'll wrap this up.
1: Yeah, we're Resilia. Mute, resilia i think resilia period or underscore music on instagram we're just resilia on facebook we're resilia on spotify uh we're the one with the with the green the green lizard just look not for the
2: gator
1: yeah
0: there's another one seek that's the gator us. yeah find these gator boys <laughs> yeah.
1: and we're gonna Ryan, be putting out some music us. with humble abode with the humble abode singer danny Salisbury very soon and yeah
0: awesome all right, guys, thank you so much for being here today. You've been listening to the Demo Team Podcast. You guys have a lovely evening. you find us on Instagram at the Demo Team Podcast. You'll find us on Facebook, the Demo Team Podcast, Twitter, Demo Team Podcast. That's all you need to know. Thank you again. Have a lovely day. Thanks, Ryan. Thanks, bro. Awesome, thank you. guys. Thank you so much, man. You guys take care. Likewise. You too.